down the street. Same old things we did last week. Not a thing to do. Talk <laughs> to you. We're all alright. We're all alright. <laughs> I love you, Georgia. Woo! <laughs> okay. I have no idea. Kill, so. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back. Fez. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> hey, guys, what are we talking about? I'm gonna go back to uh, Logan real quick. Okay. So. Wait, back to me. Wait, you gotta pull this thing up higher. This one. Yeah, it's gotta go up a little higher. Give another book. Look, grab that. Oh, grab it. That's perfect. Yeah. That's it. All right. So I think we're good on that. So we have. This is a good shot right here of us. Well, not not of you. Oh man, that thing right there. This is you and me. This is our cameras. You want to move that? Because it also this needs to be. They need to be able to see Logan. So fix that real quick, and then I'm gonna go back to Logan. So what were we talking about during the break? During the break. He's speaking Wait, to God, right? Talking to God. Not really us speaking to God as much as it was. You can you can plug both you can plug that light into something else. We don't don't even really need the light plugged in because you don't want to use it because you're afraid. The boy is afraid. He's afraid. Would it be easier if I sat right there with Logan? That way, that all the cameras can scoop us. If you change where you're sitting, I have to move everything. But yeah. I mean, I just spent, you know. A you know, long my time. shirt on you makes you look swole. Yeah, he said that. He was like, I gotta go get a. He's like, I gotta get a schmedium. So, I, the reason I got the camera on you right now, Logan, is I wanna ask you about the um, shell station. You almost got shalamandered. Dude, I definitely got shalamandered. Almost. What happened? So, I got, I got, I gotta go get some gas because I didn't get gas last night. And I never do that. But we go over here, and the, you know, I parked the truck, and there's this guy, and he's kind of like lurking, like towards my tailgate, maybe a few feet behind my truck, and he's like, hey, man, excuse me, Uh-oh. and he's probably like, he's probably like 5'3", 250, he's just, oh, like he's, big a, old boy, but he's, he's just as small as me, but he's, he's a big wow. dude, yeah. I mean, he's 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 a he's a wide guy. He uh, he goes, excuse me. Uh, he goes, man, I really hate to ask. He goes, man, my payroll got jacked last week. Um, I'm just trying to see if I can exchange me paying for your gas. And he shows me his Shell gas station card. He's like, me paying for your gas in exchange for cash. Okay. And I was like, oh man, I don't carry cash. And he's like, well, what about like Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App? And I was like, I was like, well, how much are you trying to get? I was like, this, it costs eighty dollars. Right yeah, okay, right so across the street. You go to get gas. You hop out. The guy's like, guy walks up to you. Yeah. Hey, let me talk to you. He's kind of like scared though. He's not like uh, Give me a over. Second, brother, I just want to talk to. You. Give me a second. How did he? How did he? Did he say? No. So like, pretend you? like this right here is his gas card in his pocket, and he's okay. like, he like comes up. He's like, hey man, excuse me. He's like, uh, man, I really. Uh, I'm like, and he's like fumbling. I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" Oh, okay. uh, I was so like, "Can I help you?" He he didn't confidently approach you. Uh-uh. Yeah, okay, go ahead. And he goes, "I'm trying to 
get uh, some cash in exchange for maybe paying for your gas. And he shows me his, like, his Shell gas station card. And he, he doesn't have his hands in his pockets or anything. He just got it one card out. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, how much are you trying to get? I was like, I, was like, I don't carry cash. And he's like, well, you got Venmo, PayPal, Cash App? I was like, no. I was like, I was like well, how much are you trying to get? And he's like, I was like, it cost me eighty dollars to fill up my tank, and he's like, maybe like maybe like forty dollars, and I was like, uh, cause I I got on my truck and I left my phone in there and I kept my wallet in my pocket and I had my keys and I locked my door immediately because I was like, I don't know who this dude is, and uh, I was like, I was like, man, like, I was like, yeah, I guess like I can Venmo you or something, and my idea was I was gonna get my phone, lock the door, I was gonna go into the gas station. And have him pay at the counter to make sure that he was gonna pay forty dollars for my pump, and then I would just Venmo him. Make sure you're not getting yeah, I'm not getting, yeah. That's what I was gonna do. So the owner of the gas station comes outside, and he's like, he's like, hey, hey, and then we like both look at him, and he's like, is this guy with you? And I was like, uh, I was like, no. He's like, is he with you? Like, did you just talk to him? And I was like, yeah, I just met him. And he goes, what did I tell you? And he looks at the guy. He goes, what did I tell you last time? He goes, you're not allowed to be here. He goes, you need to get the F off my property. And he's like pointing, like, get out of here. And so then he just walked off and got in his car. And the uh, the Indian dude was talking to him. He's like, he's like, if I ever see you again, I'm calling the cops. You're not welcome wow. here. You're banned. I told you you're banned from here. Okay. Then our lesbian neighbors over here were pulling up. Okay. At the, at the shell. At the shell, like they had. Were in the, were they in the Safe Light van or they're in the? They're white, the white so GMC. Okay. Yeah. No. Right under. Right across. Right, right across, across the, the hall. hall. Yeah. So, um, she was like, she like pulled up and she was like asking me, she's like, what did that guy say? And I was like, yeah, he was trying to exchange money for gas card and all this stuff. And he, she was like, yeah, they were like, he was like lurking around cars, taking people's license plates, photos, and. Uh, so we went inside and we told the owner and then, uh, Dang, that's why he real, came outside. Real Shalamander, Shalamander schemer. So I was like, you never heard that saying before? Slippery. He's a slippery Shalamander schemer. What is another word that we used with the S? Scammer. 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 So yeah. You got scammed. Almost, you got scammed. He almost tried to, he almost chalice Shalamander me. You got Shalamandered this morning. So Levi sells roofs for a living, and every time I knock on a door and someone's receptive, they treat me like I'm trying to shalamander them for about, for about five minutes. I feel like we're treated like we're going to scheme them. Finesse. What are we doing? Oh, you like to use the word finesse? Instead of, see, finesse sounds like a good word to me. Yeah, bro. I, finesse. I got I finesse them. I got finesse everywhere. I go on the court, knocking doors. Yeah, right. I, 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 if, if Logan said to me, you know, I finessed on the court today, it means he did a good job, that he played well. If you tell me you finessed um, at the car lot, you got a good deal on the car. Finesse sounds good. But when you say scheming, salamandering, if he said I was scheming on the court today, I'd be like, oh, you were like, you know, that wasn't a foul. You were, you know, you did all <laughs> yeah. kinds of janky stuff. Bro, right? that ball went out of bounds and everyone no, out of bounds. Never went out of bounds. They, you're like, Your uh, foot was on the line. That's a one. Intentionally, like, shoving people, you know, they go up for a layup and you hit them in the Body them into them the wall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I call out people who step or one point, step on the three-point line. 
getting called out. Oh, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't getting two points. I'd be like, so I think even finesse- if it is a two, I just try to throw them off. Like, oh, that's a one. They're like, what? And then they miss. <laughs> finesse would be, you know, hey, we can get this roof replaced, and they go with it. Scheming would be creating damage. I'm about to scam the insurance. Right. So I and I always feel like every time that we, when I when we begin the the knock and we begin the sell, they think we're scheming. Yeah. But then on the back end, after we get the insurance to approve it, and the homeowner gets the first check, they start scheming us and their insurance company. Yeah. And that happened to you today. You got you got shallowmandered. Whatever. Big big time. How do you you want to explain explain how that works? What happened to you today? He called me and told me he's going with somebody cheaper. He's going to keep so they, off the money. Yeah, so basically how this works is the insurance gives you depreciation and an estimate to do the rebuild. Well, the only part that's insurance, considered insurance fraud is if they he builds he does the work for $15,000 and he sends in a bill saying, hey, they did it for 25000 just so he can so make it. So send me the other check. Exactly, just so he can keep that ten k. And also if they don't pay their deductible, right? That's fraud or yeah. scheming. They, every homeowner so far... That I've met after they after we've finessed them, got the roof approved. Got the roof approved. They've become a customer. They trust us to watch their kids now, walk their dogs, change the oil in their car. They don't want to pay their deductible, and they start scheming. Like, okay, yep, I know you don't want that, but just go ahead and write the check. So I tell them. So Logan and I, Logan, Logan's teaching me how to do this, and uh, one of my homeowners made a deal with me to exchange the whole gutters that got approved for his deductible. We didn't discuss that the approved amount for the gutters was this and the deductible was this. He just said... He's like, I don't want to do the gutters. Just keep give me the money back for the gutters. Yeah. And so... As my exchange, as my deductible. So we just told him we're not going to do the gutters and he can keep the money. Which is... What happened? They approved $5,000 for the gutters. And who made the call to go back and do them? I didn't want to. I thought it was a good exchange for his $1,500 deductible. But it was $5,000 for the gutters, $1,500 for the deductible. I figured it was and a we good were like, It was his deal. He made the deal, not me. I, wasn't, I didn't salamander him. I just was saying. Well, we didn't know. We didn't. Exchange. We didn't. Nobody was actually cognitively aware that the insurance paid $5,000. That's a lot, right? And I didn't even. I, I'm in the gutters. I didn't, I didn't read the insurance paperwork like that or anything. feet. And like uh, eighty feet of down. Yeah, we would have cleared and, and in profit like two twenty five hundred at least. It was a big. So we were like, no, we gotta we gotta do his gutters. That's that it was can't. the right thing to do. But once I, we found out that they paid that much, we we're like, oh. We either had to do his gutters or give him back. Yeah, either give him his yeah. money back or whatever. So okay. we did the gutters. At least you're honest with it. So, I mean, yeah, he he paid his deductible and got the roof and gutters done. He was like, oh. So but he did try to salamanders for a little bit of something everybody. for the supplements or something. Everybody. He's like, you didn't tell me that there was more money coming. I was like, well, you didn't know that there was more work to be done. Even Soros was salamandering us. Yeah, bro. They tried to like keep the check, and I pulled out the insurance estimate. I was like, this is how much they gave you. And I you already know. know how much they gave you. You can't cheat me. I said, this is how much they give you, and this is the additional that we've already agreed upon, and here's the estimate to show that the additional funds were released by the insurance so this is the total amount that i need and they were both like okay yeah he just gave you the money yeah it, i just you know salamandering is is something else finesse is okay finesse is doing it the right way and you're like proud of the swag that you like yeah bro i just generated a twenty thousand dollar project or i just 
cross somebody's ankle and step back three and gamed it in their mouth and then you're like boom, boom. got them yeah. finesse is meeting a girl dating her for a while giving her a good time and then breaking up with her and breaking her heart scalamandering is giving her an std and not telling her <laughs> Oh, find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can also finesse her like you can, there's, I think that's why people struggle with American language, like learning it because there's so many words that mean so many different things. Yeah, because it's obvious salamander is not even it's a it's, it's a, a creature. Yeah, it's a, it's a fish. And, and we're messing sure. it up. At the, this man said it was a fish. <laughs> it's a fish. Yeah. It's like a baby lizard or something. It's yeah. a, but it's in the water though. Yeah, it's like a tadpole. Yeah, it's a reptile. Kind of. It's an amphibian. That's the word you're looking for. Amphibian. It's also a homeowner doesn't want to pay his deductible. He's trying to get It's Jose also a grown man who gives another grown woman an STD. STD. It's also a man who gets up on your roof and doesn't find any damage, so, so he creates he, it. What about finessing when you... T- you it's t- also a guy at a gas station who's trying to get you to give him $40 cash for a shell card that... Don't work. Doesn't work. Don't know where he got it from. Probably shoplifted it, I guess. Yeah. Or you can finesse, take a girl out on the first date and go home, take care of her, and then block her. Yeah. Another finesse is you can go to a legal poker game where they just give you gift cards and then sell your gift card for money. that's finesse yeah you're like i got a 40 dollars gift card to ruby tuesdays will you give me 20 bucks for it yeah that's finesse yeah this is true the fucking camera's falling over fucking piece of shit. you can't tell what's going on from over here that's what really frustrates me yeah but i can see all of us with it just pointed at me i mean it's cool it works for me okay so what were we talking about before the break and we're, we're running into a new issue now all three of these cameras are going to run out of battery life. Finesse. Shalamander. Um, perfect segment. Perfect segment. Perfect time. Also, gonna, every 15, 20 minutes, I'm going to stop and start. When again. it's about to die. Because when I have the really long hour and a half one, it like crashes my iMovie. I yeah. try to edit it. It's like, oh. Yeah. When, when the camera's about to die, we'll just put your phone up. Yeah, we can use my phone if we keep going. Since we didn't do last week, we were thinking shit about two hours. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start the same way we did before break. But I want to get into this, like, some serious conversation about this, okay? And we're talking about God speaking to us, not us speaking to God, right? And I'm going to go back to you because you said no initially, but then came back and said, yes, God has spoke Whoa. to you about your brother. That's because I was on drugs. Explain. What? How do, I mean, how do I explain that? Acid trips your mind out. It shoots up a bunch of dopamine. So when I was young, we would take paper acid, ecstasy, things like that. Um, mescaline, mushrooms. I'm trying to think there was something else that made us really crazy hallucinogen. But we would take these things. We just wouldn't tell people. Like if I, if I, had, if I had eaten five hits of paper acid and I'm sitting in my bedroom and a monkey came in and like messed up a bunch of stuff and walked out. Like I wouldn't tell anyone that. Yeah. It was like a code. We, a bunch of fourteen-year-olds were like, "Dude, just you can tell me if you ate if you eat acid with me, you and I can talk about it. But let's not tell our teacher. Like, let's not go to science. And when something starts coming out from behind her back, don't like tell her that's happening. Just kind of go with it and hope it ends soon. Um, but you, you, you kind of just." Said, you know what? I'm going to tell Logan this is happening. It was my brother. So, so what happened? I mean, it was like five or six years ago. I can barely remember exactly the events, but I just took two hits of acid. Just paper or gel cab? Like, what paper. was it? Paper. Not just blast. Not it on off. a sugar. Not on a sugar cube. Mm, I just blasted off. I was in space. The whole, all the walls are melting. I was just like, holy shit! I don't even remember how that even got brought up. I was just sitting on the couch, and I think I was just in my head. 
like when you take those kind of drugs you don't really have to say anything out loud your mind's just like talking yeah so I have, think have you taken hallucinogens ever never peyote none of it nope yeah it'd trip your mind off I'll tell you this one time I this was three years ago I did acid again and I was sitting in the bathtub with the water on and I'm thinking my good friend and I just texted all my friends like at six in the morning I'm like hey my good friend and they're all like yeah you're a good friend why I had immense fear of water when I was tripping immense fear it was like unreasonable I was unreasonably afraid of water yeah. why you thought you were going to drown yeah I, I, I can't probably put it into words cognitively why I was afraid I didn't want it on me I didn't like washing my hands I didn't want it on my face I didn't I, I couldn't fill up a bathtub I couldn't run the shower because the noise was so like invasive yeah. if that makes sense I was afraid of large bodies of, of water like pools lakes um we, we we took a couple hits one night at a campground and it was probably you know seven eight at night when we dropped so at about midnight, dude, I had like un, it was not a reasonable fear of the lake. I was overwhelmed by the lake. Like my imagination of what was in the lake <laughs> and how big the, like, because yeah. I'm from Ohio where the lakes are very, very large. They're massive. Yeah. You can't see the others. You know, you can't, it, it looks like the ocean does. It's, it's, and I, I was just like, I, can't, I couldn't explain it. The anxiety was, I had to leave. I could not stay near the lake anymore. I couldn't take showers when I was tripping. I couldn't do any. I couldn't run like he yeah. just said, run a bath water and start texting my friends. You know what else? The first time I ate, I, we didn't have cell phones like that. I could not imagine, bro, if I had a cell phone, bro. Yeah, if I had TikTok. Yeah. We watched a movie called Pink Floyd, The Wall. If I had TikTok, bro, I think ugh, there's no telling how bad my trips would have been. I will say that the few of the things when I was tripping acid was good. Like, I realized, like, I got to take care of my dog. Like, I know it's, like, simple, but, it, like, I was thinking out how the most complex shit would be so much, like, just easy. I just have to do it. That was, like, my whole thing. And then I was like, just you know what? I, I need to quit doing these drugs, bro. <laughs> I had the mind. coolest cat, bro, in the world. My cat was so cool. Oh, and I loved it, bro. R.I.P. R.I.P. for real. When I, when I was tripping, dude, he was my, he calmed my life. Yeah. Like, it, so... I took, I was, I bought 10 hits and I was supposed to split it between three people, me and my brother and another friend. Me and my brother said, screw the other guy. And we just took five hits each. And it was like eight in the morning. So you tripped all through the day? Yeah. So at 1030, we went to school. Okay. We had a lot of issues with school. So my mom would like do all these tricks to try to make us get there. Like she'd drive us to the front door and then we'd just go out the, we'd walk straight through the gym and everything you go out the back and walk back home like we wouldn't stay so my mom takes us and and i'm starting to feel that like that weird flavor in my mouth of the rat poison or whatever it is that's in it and i'm, and I'm like starting to feel it right and we're walking and as we go in the door a bell rings and everybody comes out into the hallway and i feel like they're all going like oh my god like everybody <laughs> like I, I can't get out of my head like everyone's making eye contact with me and they're all going like you know it's a cold <laughs> it was the weirdest thing so and my brother was sweating profusely like i looked at him and dude he 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 always had weird reactions to lsd but i looked at him and he was like man i can't i can't stay here 
He's like, I cannot stand it. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm cool. I could, but let's just go. <laughs> but I wasn't cool. Like, I used to tell people I was great when I was not great at all. So we walked all the way back home. When I get home, my mom's on the couch. Yeah. And, I, and when I walk in the door, she's got her thumb in her mouth. <laughs> That's what my mom looks like on the... <laughs> bro i freaked out so bad you know but i didn't say anything you know i didn't tell my brother i saw i didn't tell my mom that um i went up to my room and my cat he climbs up in my lap bro and he had this purr on him like and it just chilled me out like i was just like oh. yeah but i love that cat man that cat was perfect for yeah and then the guy started calling us at like 10 30 the guy we were supposed to split with. Yeah. I think he paid for it all. I think he paid for them all. Because there was something scandalous about what we had done. Yeah. So he started calling my home phone. <laughs> so we're talking about talking to God or God talking to us. Yeah. And so you're saying you're tripping and the Lord mentions Logan to you. And I just texted him what, he, what I saw or talked to. I don't know. It could have been my brain just acting funny. But I did want to ask Logan, though, um, since we're on this subject, your nightmares back in the day what were they um i had like a few i would have uh dreams but i was like it was almost like an out-of-body experience like i could see myself in the dream on my bed sleeping and i was like i don't know it's trippy it's weird so i uh saw this dark figure I'm looking at myself from the ceiling and I'm like on the, I can see myself laying on the bed and at the end of my bed, there was this dark figure and he like gets on top of my bed and like starts crawling on top of my body and then starts choking me and I'm watching this in my dream and I wake up and there's this dark figure choking me and I'm like, <clears throat> like I do like one of those like to catch my breath. And for whatever reason, like, I, like, wiped my eyes, like, wiped the sleep out of my eyes. And I looked up, and there was nobody there. But, like, right as I opened my eyes, my bedroom door, it was open. And it just went boom and slammed shut. And I had a shoe rack on the back of the door, all my shoes. And then it just went boom, and then the shoe slammed, and then slammed into the door again. I had a nightmare. Yeah, I had a, a couple of those. I think I had, like, two of those. Now, Levi, I don't know what that has to do well, with no, what you ask. texted him and what you saw. Well, no, this, I was going to ask him because I saw he posted that thing about scary movies. Oh, scary movies. Okay. How come it doesn't affect, like, I can watch a scary movie and it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't go and have nightmares about the shit. Wait. Okay. I'm not saying that's why he had those nightmares. I, I'm just asking. I want to talk about, I, yeah, I want to, because I, I have a theory on it, but. Oh, God. I, I yeah, I want to I stay on the, um, what the Lord told you. And you don't believe that it was God now. You believe it was a drug-induced hallucination. But, Logan, you still think it was a word, right? Yeah. Yeah, I want to talk about this for just one second. And then we have to take a break and then come back. And we'll talk about why you're not affected by scary movies. I just was saying, um, I think I just said he's going to do great things. I think I said I talked to Jesus. Yeah, he Did you believe it at the time? You believe Jesus showed up? I was up through there. What like what did you see him or just heard just heard him and knew it was Jesus? I think what so the way it was I was in the basement and I just imagine like um, 
concrete floors because I took all the carpets out because of these fuck. I had a ferret that police whatever. And so it's a bet. Really <laughs> Let's just skip over I that. Feel, right I feel quick. like you just skipped over. You had a bunch of fleas. I had a ferret that I let. I, it was bite. It would bite me, and it was sleeping under my bed. And I, I'm so like the ferret, but I took it down to our lake, and I just let like a pond, and I just let it go. Yeah, you're free. And then I'm I felt free. bad, so I went back the next day, and he. I called his her name, his Penelope. She ran to me. Out in the lake all night by herself, like snake didn't get her nothing. So I picked. Well, they up. can beat snakes. Ferrets, ferrets, beat snakes. Yeah, but I don't know what it, I don't know what to eat. I think it, is it a herbivore? It's a, a it's a it's a mouse. You know what I'm saying? But what does it eat though? Does it eat meat? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's I like picked, a rodent. I took it. Yeah, I took whatever it, rodent you eat. Yeah, I took it back to my house and it had fleas and it got in the carpet and the uh, carpet was infested. So I took the whole carpet out. Gotcha. So it was two rooms that used to be separate, but then they knocked down the wall in between. So I was sitting on like this old ass couch and I was just like, I think I was just sitting there and I'm just like that. And I think my mind was just talking. Okay. So, so. you didn't see a figure or anything. No. And he said, Logan's going to do great things. And then you received it. Yeah. He texted me. He said, dude, this is crazy. I was just tripping on acid and Jesus spoke to me and said that you're going to do great things. And he's like, I just want to let you know I'm proud of you. And I love you or something like that. And I was like, How old were you? 18. Okay. So, so was, this was just yesterday. Like, it was like six years ago, seven years ago. Because you guys are two years apart. 19 months, 18 months. Oh, not yeah. even. Okay. Just a year and a half. I got you. Very cool. Very cool story. Yeah. This is what I want to say on the God topic. Because you heard our stories. Yeah. Right? And we've heard your story now. Um. I believe if Logan comes out of his room and says, the Lord just spoke to me, whatever he tells me the Lord told him, I can compare to what the Bible says and decide and discern if that's the character of God or not, if that's something God would really say. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you, you have a drug-induced hallucination, and you say, Logan, the Lord told me to tell you to go scheme at Shell and get raise 160 bucks by stealing gift cards and convincing people to sell to give you cash for gas. That yeah. wouldn't be something that yeah. would be the the Lord's character, right? Does it make sense? Like, yeah. And but if you say uh, Logan, the Lord says you're going to do great things, and I'm proud of you now. That yeah. that doesn't sound like something. The Lord, the Lord does see him as great, and the Lord is proud of you know. So it's kind of, and you can find that in Scripture. Right. Um, I just think there's so many. There's three different re- major religions, and all of them say different things. It's like, and then all the shenanigans. I think some preachers pull. Let's name the three major religions. Yeah, Christianity. Obviously. Judaism. Obviously. What is it? Islamic. Islam. Okay. Logan and I spoke about this one time, maybe a year and a half ago. So you have Judaism is the biggest in the world. You have Christian and Muslim, which are... No, I think Christianity is the biggest. You think it's bigger than Judaism? Yeah. Judaism is the oldest. And he... Of those three, yeah. He he did it again. Which one's the oldest? I think most people would say the Hindu, like, or like the ancient, like, African ritual voodoos. But yeah. The argument is... The multi-god type person. The argument is between Hinduism and Judaism. Well... For let's say for the ones that are multi multi god, which one of them do they? How do they decide if they're myth or not? 
it all has to do with literature and history. Yeah, it comes down to, like, that's the question of worldview. Like, what is a worldview? I think it's created of, like, four different, like, subjects. Like, where did we come from? What happens when we die? die? What's our purpose here? And um, then they, I think they talk about, like, the scriptures, like, the writings, and uh, debate that. So let's go. I've been watching the, some of the Viking shows, but let's say you go back to that. You have Vikings and you have Christianity. They're around like the same time, according to the TV shows. I don't know truthfully. Yeah, sure. I think the Vikings truthfully were Catholic, right, or Protestant? No, they were um, Greek gods. Oh, the before they were Greek mythologies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but how do you? How can you say like now that? Their gods are just myths. Well, there's small evidence, and and first I want to I want to start with getting frustrated with Logan when he told me Hinduism was older than Judaism. That day I got frustrated, so I started searching it and like looking at it for like two days. And the argument that Hinduism is the oldest is because they believe there was a past life. Hindu Hindus believe there was a past life where Hinduism was the only religion, and that's the basis they're going off of, is that it outdates Judaism. Is Hinduism the reincarnation? Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. It's the cow. It's the calf too, right? The golden cow, like the don't drink milk and don't eat beef. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that's sacred to them. Well, right, but it anyway. So I, I dove into this whole thing. So and what I what I found is the evidence of historical value, and yeah. one of those things was the fact that Caesar would let the Jews God be above the government because it. It's God was the oldest God. So they, they, they take little things like that, Levi, and they put them all together to say what is fact and not fact. Like they say Satanism started in the 1960s. Yeah. That's really the youngest religion but how, in like, the world. If, if, so if God creates angels, right? It's like a hierarchy. You got the archangels and you got regular angels. Wouldn't that, and some people, like Catholics, don't they pray to saints? Wouldn't that kind of be sort of like a multi-god? I know that there's like a hierarchy for certain stuff, right? Yeah, like you think if you pray to Mary for forgiveness, that that's another god? Yeah, like they that act would like be a it's, multi-god. Wouldn't that be something like that? I don't know. Yeah, Catholicism, like a lot of people in school, they teach you that Catholics are Christians. But when I traveled and did missionary work around the world, and I would ask people, are you a Christian? They say, no, I'm Catholic. Catholic. Is that closer to like Judaism? Uh, to a degree, mm, is it closer to Judaism than it is to Christianity? It's like a Being Christian, Jewish uh, structure, but with the Jesus and the saints. And then what? Doesn't um, didn't the Catholics like split to um, with Protestant? Yeah, Protestant is what we are. It's technically what me and Logan's religion is. I don't know what yours is, but technically we're Protestant. Yeah, Protestant. You're probably agnostic. If I had to guess. Agnostics is kind of like an overview of all. Yeah. You believe there's a creator and all ideas could be possible. Possible. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But I think, I think me and Logan are pretty sold that Christ is the only way. What's the one that y'all go to over that on sixes? We're trying to keep our identities. Yeah. It's called, it's called Pentecostal, which is, I, I would say that's probably what I am. If you had to define me now. I would say I'm Pentecostal. Well, there's different denominations within the Protestant church, right? So you have Baptist, Methodist, Lutheran. There's a lot. Yeah. It's anything but Catholic. What's the difference between like Lutheran and and, uh, Baptist? They just believe different shit? 
usually the person who uh, founded the the movement is what they named it after. So like yeah, Lutheran, Martin Luther in the 1500s, they started the Lutheran Church. Then John Wesley in the 1700s became founded the Methodist movement. Then you have the Presbyterians. The Presbyterians came out of like a revival, I think, in the 1800s. And, and it's then, fundamentally their belief system is different, right? Um, like some of them don't believe that you need the power of the Holy Spirit anymore. You don't need miracles and prophecies and, and stuff like that. Some of them believe that they all started. Usually, they all started out believing in the power of the Holy Spirit and the fervency of prayer and the need for salvation. And then once the denomination took off and they had a lot of churches, they just didn't really necessarily care about personal relationship with, with God and just kind of dropped. That's why there's a new denomination every so often because God usually elevates one type of ministry to bring his people back to him, and then they make a denomination out of it. And it's just kind of like organized religion all over again. Who was the last prophet to live? Prophet? Or there's apostle. a prophet now. Um, what's apostle? that guy's name that you like that has the AI? He's starting to work with the AI. Oh, Tommy Iaromi. He's a prophet, right? Yeah, I would say that, you know, of the, like, greatest, like, disciples, you have, like, John the Apostle. He died in, like, the 95 AD or 96 AD, yeah. And then after that, you would say this is a debate where a lot of people nowadays disagree, where is the Holy Spirit giving the gifts of the Holy Spirit to the church and the ministries of the Holy Spirit to the church. So there's five-fold ministries. you got the pastor and your teacher and your evangelist, which 99% of Christianity does not have a problem with. But then you have the apostle and the prophet, which are fourth and, you know, fifth. But well, and you know a lot of people don't is, want to believe that. It's because people started saying, God told me random stuff. Yeah. God told me to borrow $25 million to build this church. And then if you tell that to a room full of 10 Christians, we're going to disagree. We're, we're, we're going to look at each other and be like, there, there'll be one or two of us that go, well, if God told you, I can't argue. Yeah. There's nothing I can say. God told you to do it. That's what we have to do. Yeah. Then there'll be some of us like Logan and I that, that go, no, I, I don't think we're supposed to be behold into a bank and have to worry about paying a bank back our whole ministry because the Bible doesn't the Bible tells us not to do that not to be enslaved to a bank the whole time so and then and then you bust up into a bunch of different yeah. people believing for example I, that's what I think I think yeah I think I think we have all these denominations because God told me I yeah. really do think that is what happened and here this is one of the problems I have any somebody can say literally God told me this that may align with the Bible, and it may, you know what I'm saying, but it could be just bullshit. If it doesn't align with the Bible, I believe it's BS. I believe I was told from the Bible, the Bible tells us to challenge all these things, to test all things. All yeah. of them. If you come in here right now and tell me you're saved, if you walk in the front door and say, I've been born again, and, and you're looking at me and telling me you've been born again, I'm supposed to test that. Yeah. So there's like this big debate. So... If you look at it, even in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul would have to deal with this. So when the Apostle Paul writes to Ephesians, right, the Ephesian church or whatever, there's a city called Ephesus, and it's like a very powerful city, and it had a lot of, like, Roman gods and all this stuff. And so um, Paul is writing to them, and he's writing to 
Corinth and all this stuff, and he's talking about, you know, the spiritual gifts and all this stuff. And so some of the rituals that they would practice in these cities with these different gods is they would oftentimes have a temple with, like, women or priests or whatever, and they would have orgies in the temple as, like, a sacrifice and a worship to their god or whatever. And so the Apostle Paul writes a lot of the New Testaments of all usually about staying sexually pure, not doing parts of these things, don't eat food that's been given over to an idol. It's, the idol is prayed and blessed and all this stuff. And so one of the things that like a lot of people would disagree on now is the gift of like tongues and interpretation of tongues. That's usually what separates most of the Christian churches today is because some people don't believe that and some people do. And so uh, the Bible says that if someone's going to speak in tongues, there's got to be someone there to interpret it. And the, the crazy thing is, he's saying this to the church, and at the time, the spiritual gifts were running crazy rampant. But if you go into these temples where these orgies are happening, these people would scream, and they would make weird utterances, and nobody would know what was going on. And then you go into the Christian church, and you have these people speaking in tongues, Nobody's interpreting it. So you don't know if this is a Christian gathering or a Roman God gathering because everybody's screaming unknown things. And so the separation of the distinction between what was false idol worship and what was Christian worship was usually if someone's going to do that, they need to have an interpretation so that it builds up the church and everybody knows what's going on. And so today, when someone does that, we're like, oh, that's just, you know, Ah, it's not true. It's not from God, and they just say, "Nope." Anything that's like that, God doesn't do it anymore. And, and so I, I saw. So I recently saw a YouTube video about just specifically what he's talking about, and it showed Hindus and some of their worship uh, practices, and they do a lot of the rocking, and they have like a like a you know the Hindus will do like a weird shake like this, and they will say a lot of uh, weird. Uh, I guess I don't know if you call that. Phrases. What's the language? Bumble. What's the language over there in India? Um, Farsi? No. Far- not Farsi, maybe? Is it? I don't know. But, um, Whatever the language is, they were they are praying in that language. Punjab. They're not, yeah. It's a Punjab? I don't know what it is. But yeah. it, it's not, you know, it's like you were asking about praying in tongues. Like, what if they're just praying in their native language and people receive it as tongues? But they're, na- they're praying in their native language and they're doing a bunch of rocking and stuff like that. And they're showing this YouTube where some of American churches that are Pentecostal, the people are doing that. They're coming up to the microphone and saying, the Lord just gave me a word. And then they're like, you know, doing Hindu. It almost appears to be the exact same thing. If you if you take the Hindu worship and then you take what these Pentecostals are doing in some of these churches in America they and put them side by side, it looks like these people are doing the exact same thing. So I think that's where, you know, Logan's talking about is it split up the church, the, the um, Protestant church, because we're not really sure what you're doing here. If you like, I was telling you, like, if you come in in provocative clothes, clothing, no bra on, and you're showing a lot of skin, and you're sh- just showing a lot of your body, and you're down in the front, and you're kind of doing a Hindu dance, and you're taking in pinju, pinju, and you, but you're at a product, you know, you're at a um, Pentecostal church. I think the members go, okay, wait a minute, I'm not really sure what that was. That that didn't feel like we were edifying the church. That didn't feel like that felt not right, and it split up. You know, and like he said, Paul Paul wrote to us or was inspired to write to us to make sure we translate and keep a. All right, let's say you, you take 
let's say I, I let's say like um, I go to your church, right? And all of a sudden I start speaking in tongues, and the pastor's like, "Oh, what he was saying is this, this, and that," and everyone gets everyone's juices going on, right? And what if you bring in somebody that doesn't believe that, and they just, they're like, "Oh, they're just saying." Literally, literally said again. You know what I'm saying? There's answers to everything you ask, like in the Bible. Yeah. Every question that you've had that you've asked me, like in the last two weeks, there's answers in the Bible, right, Logan? Like, mm-hmm. if if you just go in and um, start praying crazy stuff in tongues, and then the pastor says what he just said is that the church is uh, unifying and and we're about to move as a unit instead of division what you're basically asking is like, how do I know that really happened? And then you're also judging the motive. Like you personally are saying, ah, I think the pastor's just saying that to get everybody riled up. Right. He's getting us in a good mood, but I don't know if that's his motive or not. And like, the next question he goes, and uh, pass the, the baskets out for the donations. Boom. It comes to the money. So it's some money's before, before we go further. Yeah. I'm asking you if God ever spoke to you. I'm telling you, God spoke to me. He's telling us that God spoke to him. Do you think we're trying to raise money? No, but I'm, is there is there different ways he could speak to you? Like Logan said, he could see his pictures or hear absolutely hear his voices. Yeah, and they're all biblical. They're all biblical too. Mine could just be life so decisions. If you came in here and you said uh, the lizard out there on your porch just told me to break into the lesbians next door house and and take their sex toys so that they quit doing that stuff, I wouldn't believe you. I wouldn't believe a lizard told you anything. That sounds like something that, right? Yeah, that's weird. It, the Bible, the Bible suggests if you, you want to speak to the Lord, read your Bible consistently. He'll speak to you through the Bible. The Bible suggests Logan might come out of his room and say, "Brent, listen, the, uh, the Lord spoke to me and said that you're, you know, you need to tighten up with your money, or you need to give to the church, or you need to change your, you know, whatever." The God might speak to me through Logan. And then obviously through visions, through dreams, through prophetic word, the Lord speaks to you. Speaking of that, oh, what other thing does Pastor Ryan do besides church? Mom said that he, you told him that he did different different other business besides church. Oh, yeah. He uh, he owns a marketing firm. Is that what you think where he's buying all these new cars and shit from the marketing or from church? Money? Um, well, he also had uh, some property and he sold that. How did he get the property? Huh? How did he get the property? He bought it. I know, but I'm saying how did he get the money to buy the property from church or from his marketing? He he used to work four jobs. Um, Before preaching or while preaching? While preaching. He's always believed that you should be doing something because waiting around for church people to take care of you is tough. So he's always had something. He did newspapers. He did teaching. He did uh, painting. He owned a construction business while he was a pastor. Well, we um, just don't know. Like, yeah, like I, I he was just collecting checks, buying well, cars and shit. I, 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 <laughs> one I always them, said this. So Creflo Dollar had two Rolls Royces, and everybody gave him a hard time about it. Both of them were gifted to him from family members. It's possible uh, a lot of preachers that we see today that have a bunch of stuff, they could have got it. Their, first off, their parents could have given it to them. Right, like if 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 my mom passes away and leaves me six hundred fifty thousand dollars, you don't know. What do yeah. you know? Some and people it, go into ministry and they're already rich. They're like, already rich, and that's why they go because they because they can just they have the freedom to do it now. His hands church on ninety two. The people that own that whole building were already they were inherently rich, and they bought the building and they hired their people and they pay that pastor and they and they let it run, 
and it's nice, but no one's making millions off of it. But Joel Osteen's made millions off writing books and selling them. Yeah. You know, um, Kenneth Copeland, Jesse Duplantis have made a lot of money from speaking engagements and, and things like that. But to Pay me, to here's I have a fear. If, if I ever have a successful ministry in any amount at all, whether it's 30 people a week show up every week or it's 3,000, I don't want anyone... And, and I think this is scriptural based. I don't want anyone to think that I'm getting filthy rich off of the church and I'll do whatever that, whatever it takes to maintain that. Okay. I'm not getting filthy rich off the church. Yeah. I don't think it's bad for a pastor to live just off the salary the church gives him. But most of the ones that you see that are really like, okay, you can say this guy, he's doing the right things. Usually they have like a little side gig or something like even the apostle Paul, he, he made tents people so they could have a tent you know whatever especially jewish people they had a lot of tents back then and so he was like i didn't want to go around and serve tables and make my own money but he goes i he makes tents and stuff so like i've always thought like you know usually the one that's preaching and doing stuff usually they have a side gig or something that they can do to make extra money this is what got me about what we're, we're talking about a specific pastor right now and what got me about this is I went to a, uh, a meeting or a function, and in the meeting I was told, I don't know anything that goes on at all with the finances here because I've hired an outside party to handle it all, so I have no idea what's going on. And then I started giving and being a part of it, and every single receipt, every single statement has this man's name right on it. And it kind of made me feel like, okay, that, I don't know if that was true, that you have no idea what's going on. Like, I don't. I think you. This is my theory on that. Is that he was, and I don't know this, but I was there for a while. He was a part of a ton of different churches. He's been, you know, been Indiana, Kentucky, years, yeah, yeah lar- long large time. different churches. You know, some churches, thousands of members, and there was always like a board that was in charge of what was going on, what you could say, what you could preach on, what you couldn't preach point. on, and he didn't. You know, no one wants to be told what you can and can't do especially someone who's like supposed to be preaching the word of God. They don't want you to, you know, say certain things and make people feel bad and leave your church. But, you know, if you really believe what the Bible says, sometimes it's going to hurt, you know, somebody's feelings to know that they're doing something wrong. And so um, if he would preach on certain subjects, they could say this. And, you know, if he went to Canada, they said, you cannot preach on homosexuality, this and this and this. And it was like years ago. And so... um I think he started his own ministry under his own name so that he can, um, he can, if whatever reason this church was not his end all be all, he could give it off, you know, this church off to somebody and then he could start another one. Like who knows what the reason is, but yeah, his name is, it's underneath his own name on the ministry. So he could have different ministries underneath one title, I guess. Two questions. Do you think there are a lot of bad priests, like pastors and stuff, that are just in it for the money? No. I would say 95% are actually doing it. Because you got to think, out of all the thousands of churches, the no average... making any money. Yeah, the average church membership is like 50 people. I'm talking about the mega. Big guys. But there's only a few of those. They're, they're, they're literally like the, the same... If you went into ministry today... You have the same statistics of becoming a Joel Osteen or Creflo Dollar or Jesse Duplantis as if you went to if he joined uh, Duke and went to play basketball that he was going to be a power forward for 
the NBA. It very small. I mean, it's the statistics yeah. of you becoming a mega mega preacher are low. And most times, it's not even because you're the great preacher. It's probably because you have a worship band that is phenomenal. Yeah, that's the other thing. Definitely for elevation, Bethel, upper room the music. The yeah, music, the music is why they have these massive ministries. The upper room started in um, an area in Texas that they used to say ministries go to die because it was just so predominantly homosexual and things like that. But their worship team was phenomenal. Yeah. And now they're... My second question was, um, I saw on Twitter that um, not a lot of mega, mega pastors talk about the, the LGB movement or LGBTV, whatever. This this is just like what we were talking about with the Protestants in general. You're, we're split. We're divided on it, right? I think at this table we can be divided at this, on this topic. Yeah. Like if I ask you from your religious background and what you know so far, do you think homosexuals who are married to each other and adopted children and they're not cheating on each other? They're, the only people they have sex with are their, you know, one man marries another. You know, Brad marries Joe. And Brad and Joe stay together. They're not cheating on each other. And they're raising two kids. Do you think they're going to hell? No. And the reason why is because I feel like, um, I mean, there's multiple ways you can sin. We talked about that on the phone the other day. So I may be having premarital sex, right? And I guess I could just ask for forgiveness. But I think everybody should just be able to live however they want to live. And then, you know, Logan, you think... Two men married to each other, raising kids, going to church, profess that Christ is the Messiah. You think they're going to hell? Yeah. And then, of course, I'm going, th- this is where I'm at on it. Judgment's so scary to me. And, and I have to believe that if this gay couple who's married with kids, are, and they believe in you. I forgot to add that when I asked you. Because there are gay couples that believe Christ is the Messiah, or at least they profess that. I can't say what's really in their heart. If they're going to hell, then I have to concede that active addicts are going to hell. And I have a hard time with that. I have a hard time with the heroin addict who dies from fentanyl but believed, Christ, believed in Christ is going to hell. I struggle with it. So and, and I'm not saying that they aren't or are the heroin addict, I mean. But I struggle with the idea because I myself was a Christian drug addict. And I think if I would have died using dope, I would have went to heaven. Like, I don't think I would have went to hell. And then is using dope a sin as specific or as obvious? Because I've heard one pastor say smoking cigarettes is not a sin. I hear one pastor say drinking alcohol is not a sin. Is using heroin a sin? Uh, Heroin wasn't around back then, was it? I think so, yeah. I think all all that stuff was back. I think... King uh, Herod the second Herod, Herod of Antipas opium maybe he definitely was using the well, aren't we made in his like derivative of God's likeness so does that mean could God be gay? and Herod no, oh, okay. <laughs> oh god <laughs> well and I think that takes to another thing when I met Logan I think I told Logan when I first met him you gotta be born that way there's no way you made a decision nah I'm the opposite I think something happened to you in your life that's not the case. There's many of gay people that were not abused. What about their parents? Would their parents say, like, oh, I don't know. maybe, you know? I don't know. I think it just... Who, who was it? Nature it was versus nurture. Some, I, I met someone who, when they came out of the closet, their mom was like, oh, yeah, we've known since he was like eight. 
Yeah, maybe he wasn't being raped. He was. Uh, he, would, he wouldn't be molested or nothing. Let's put it like this. Let's say you have you have two babies. One's born in the ghetto, same same race, everything. One's born in the ghetto. One's born maybe a bun around a safer area, suburbs. Let's say they're twins. Those kids are going to have a lot different experiences. So when they get older, they're going to be a lot different. If you see what I'm saying. One's well, you see more. this all the time in American culture. That movie that Denzel, uh, not Denzel, but uh, Will Smith did with the with the stockbroker. That was a scenario where the guy was born with no home training, poor education, in the gutter, in the ghetto, where everybody was hurting each other, selling drugs, doing all that kind of stuff, and he rose above and got out of it. Yeah. And then there's a lot of scenarios where people are born in perfect homes. You know, I, I, a friend of mine just two weeks ago said, I never had any problems as a kid. I had great parents. I had a great upbringing. Yeah. But he would turn out to be, you know, tattoos on his face. Who was he hanging out with? That's what I'm saying. It's influence. I mean, I hear you. I mean, there's a bunch of different... I just don't remember being molested by a woman to make yeah. a decision that I thought women were hot. That never had. I wasn't abused to believe. But I'm sure somebody cute. was like, oh, yeah, man, check that girl out. She's hot. And you were like, okay, maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. I mean, maybe. I don't know. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Like, if porn, porn wasn't on my phone. Yeah. The, first, the first magazine I ever saw with nudity in it, I found cutting through from my apartment complex to the gas station. Yeah. It was in the woods. Like, for example, you see on like a... And Playboy was like... Uh, it was different, you know. It was a different time when I was growing up. Well, you see on Twitter and TikTok, and like these parents are like telling their kids, like, "Oh, you're a girl, and they're gonna grow up fucked up." You know what I'm saying? Like you're a little boy. And also, That's what I'm saying. then how come it's worse too, right? Like it's worse now, or at least it's it seems to be worse now. Do you think that is? Do you think our sexual morals today in America are worse than they were in 1940? Mm, I'd say it's more public now because of social media. I'm sure there was a, like gay guys and you know all these orgies and there's been orgies and shit all throughout history, gay sex and all this type of stuff. But I think now that it's public, there's more spread. So I think there's. What do you think? Hosts. You think it's worse now? Yeah, I'd say it's worse now than the forties. There's also more people. Let me. I, I, not in America though. There's been 340 million people here for a while. 370 million people here for a, a while. No, I bet you there's more. It's, it's the population. Well, there was a population boom in the 40s, though, because you had all these people dying from war. And then they and, and just being getting sick and not having a cure. Yeah. Well, there's, there's more people, people probably. Now, right? Is that what we're arguing? I mean, I don't know if we're arguing. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. I guess, the topic I guess is. maybe. I don't know. How you long? said there's, there's been is... 7 billion on, on the planet for like 50 years. There's 8 billion. Okay, it's still, it's been this, not, it's not 12 billion. Well, it's because we're not... I mean, you got to think certain countries like China right now is depopulation because they had that one-child policy. So all the old people are dying. In either direction is not significant an amount of growth or um, remission in the last century to argue that we are somehow changing it. By, by China doing its depopulation stuff, they really haven't changed it. Our abortion rate really hasn't changed it. There's no way you could argue. It's, it's been the same general... Area for a hundred years. Yeah. You need to go up. Break. Well, I was going to let these because uh, all three cameras are down to three percent, so I was going to let them die, and then we'll just go on break when they die. I got you. The um, yeah. having that said, this is what I, this is the point I was trying to make. I think in the fifties, you had all the same temptation, but it wasn't widely accepted. So it's why you got the John Wayne Gacy's and things like that. These homosexual men who did really crazy stuff because they're 
the social, uh, you know, it wasn't accepted socially for them to behave this way. But now I think people profess that they're gay and behave in a certain way, but they really aren't like that. They're not really gay. They're just rebellious and it's cool and it's accepted now. Which one do you think would be worse? Two gay dudes that believe Jesus is the Messiah versus a straight couple that is worse of Satan. Which one do you think? Is, I, I think is it's, I think that's bad? plain as day. I think that's a plain as day thing, right? Any person who does not profess Christ as the king is basically denying it. And, and I think you're doing it from the inside. It's something that it, when I talk to you philosophically about this, you don't go down that path. You'll go down a lot of paths, but you won't denounce Christ as the Messiah. Like it's a, it's a weird... I don't think so. I think he is the Messiah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there's something inside of us, right, that I don't know why I believe that, but I, I do. I, I firmly believe Christ is the Messiah, right? So I, I, and I think people who will profess he's not and, and publicly deny him is worse than all of the other scenarios we can come up with. I think there's one more scenario worse is blaspheming the power of the Holy Spirit. I think that's worse than probably denying. You mean truthfully doing it or like joking about it? Because I feel like it's too. Truthfully doing it. Uh, truthfully doing it, right? I just think when yeah. he when he, you know, died and it's been what two thousand years ish since he's passed away. Mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff that was happening then is not necessarily like we don't see it happen. Like what? Like him going to exercise a demon. Like if I see it on YouTube, I think it's just BS. You don't believe it? No. No, no, oh no, I have firmly believe it. it. Yeah, you, I've I, seen it. Yeah, I've seen it too. I just don't understand. I watched that. this lady in Africa start like travolting and throwing up, and me and this pastor cast the demon out of her. You think that was and made she, up? I wasn't there, so I can't tell you. But, but do I, think I mean, he, do I think if I tell you, if on? I tell you that, like, I think a woman. Has I think come. it's happening here in America still. Like right now, right, it's just, you're just not. No one's gonna. The reason why we're like, oh, it doesn't happen anymore, is because we're not putting it on display. And and the ones that are, it's like, okay, is Sometimes that fake or right? Be fake. Yeah. Because it's like a motive. Like, who would want to show off some demon coming out of a person? That's humiliating the person. Yeah. That is possessed like or you know whatever. Room, like, and so like, it's better to do that in private, but because we don't see it in private, like, ah, oh, it doesn't happen anymore. And it's like ignorance to claim that it's not here. Bugs but, come out of people's ears. They're throwing up. Yeah. There. yeah I mean, like. There's just, something going on you can't fake. Like at some, I mean, at some point you got to go. I couldn't have faked that. I couldn't have faked the bugs coming out of their ears. Like that's crazy. A lot of people just don't want to believe it's real. Yeah. So I mean, that's what I like. I see the movies and I'm like, okay, you know, they're exaggerated. But it's like, I've never been walking down the street and saw black eyes and somebody fucking twist their. So head this is where this is where I think we're coming with it, right? So I do believe emphatically that when Aaron. And the Israelites created a golden calf when they were waiting for Moses to come back, that they created a God and they created a religion. I truly believe it. The God that they created is under God. It's not, it's not more powerful than the great I am. I believe that when Elijah called down fire on that idol, on that thing with the water and all that stuff, I believe that those people had a God that they created. It's just Elijah's God was the real the real deal i believe when paul uh was walking around all the greek mythological things that they had made the, the which in my mind when i read that i saw medusa and and achilles and, and troy and all this stuff as he's walking around all this i believe those guys were all real but they're just under god they're not they're man-made man-believed gods so that goes back to the question you asked about horror movies 
when he sits down and watches a horror movie on TV, he believes in the power of the demonic. You're rejecting it. So you're not responding to what's happening. I used to say this all the time around another one of our friends that gets very sensitive about tarot cards and astrology. I don't think they have any power. They don't mean anything to me. But to them, they do have something. So it affects them differently than it affects us, if that makes sense. Plus, during the times he's watching these horror movies versus the times I'm watching it or you're watching it, he is operating in the spirit. He's reading his Bible. He's praying all the time. He's seeing manifestations of the glory of God. He's laying hands on people. He's having visions. So he's more susceptible to the enemy. The enemy knows who he is. Like the evil spirits know who he is when he gets going and he's about to go out into his day. I mean, and you and I are just kind of smoking weed and eating acid and, and making jokes. Enemy really doesn't care to mess with us. There's no real reason to come into our dreams and scare us or... Wouldn't it make more sense, though, to get the pick out the weak, the weak that are doing the drugs that are more susceptible? We're going to hell anyway. Oh, so pick us that. Like, I mean, and we're also leading other... I, I was. I don't know about you, but I was quick to get other girls to engage in adultery and fornication. I was quick to get other people to engage in sorcery, which is what I think we were doing. We were taking acid and doing all that. I think it's sorcery. Well, the mushrooms are made from Earth. You know, how is that technically sorcery? It's, it's, it's a didn't God create everything it's a magic mushroom right like it's, well, it's a, only magic because we call it magic it's, it's sorcery it's a, Pharma, I think pharmaceutical stuff is a form of sorcery I've always I've always thought that they Even, come yeah they come from the same word in Greek when you see I, pharmakeia pharmacy all that stuff it's the same word in early centuries of this country those men who were making these concoctions they were using alcohol cocaine and other drugs that God gave us okay to to get people over pain and, and through the black plague and stuff like that those people were were called sorceries and like magic people like they were they yes. sold yeah we yeah. just change language we just make like language Doctor. nowadays doesn't mean as the same as what it used to because it's just loose language we don't and that's just our I culture just, I nowadays do. i think we were practicing sorcery i do i think you and i were medicine, medicine. and not to mention manipulation I mean, I, I don't know how you feel about the women that you've gamed in your life and that you've attracted to yourself and, and brought into your life and, and done what you did, but I, it was manipulation. It was a form of witchcraft that we were practicing almost every day. Well, you do that now anyway with cells. You manipulate them to do the witchcraft. It's possible, sure. Yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, sure. I, I'll, receive, uh, I'll accept what you're saying. I'm just saying yeah. your brother or anybody else who's like, really into ministry will be affected by small doses of evil differently than you and I would be. Well, I get affected by it now. I love horror movies. Love them. Love them. Me and my uh, old, my, well, my oldest daughter watched them all the time. Like, you know, a tradition. It was, it was something we did. Both of us are susceptible to them now. And we're having a hard time. Both me and my daughter are having a hard time dealing with horror movies. We can't yeah. watch them like we used to. It's, it's different. I think partially mine is because I worked at a haunted mansion. So I, when I watch the movies, I'm like, okay, they're dressed up. It's just regular people, you know, acting. Yeah. So that's how but I get behind the... For me, though, and I, I can't speak for Logan, but I'll say this and then let Logan say his right before the cameras all start dying on us, but I understand what they're talking about more in a spiritual plane. So even though they're characters and they're dressed up, the movie is still showing specific devil worship i mean uh, lack of a better word straight devil worship really yeah like uh, almost manifestation of 
devil show yourself to us ritualistic stuff is in these movies yeah i have a friend of mine that's born and raised in africa and i've been to africa and i stood in the middle of a uh it was like a it's like a circle and you have to go through like this little weird door and like they have like animal sacrifices and like weird worship to idols and stuff and i stood in the middle of the arena and i talked to the people in the village there's like these three women and they had like a knife in their hand they were like chickens running around all this place and i like was sharing the gospel to them and telling them about like jesus and like all these things and um you know in africa i saw people that were demon possessed did deliver all that stuff but one of my friends that's actually from africa he goes logan why do you think disney channel and all these things they like why do these? Why do they picture witches riding on brooms in air? He goes, it's because it's real. He's like, you can't make stuff up that you've never seen before. And he goes, there's stuff like this that's happening, like shape shifting. There's all these witchcraft things in voodoo, and Hollywood has taken that and made it into movies, and we think it's funny and entertaining. But Sam's like, I've literally seen it in my home country where. There's women on brooms naked and they're flying around. See, I just, I don't see, but it's like you don't, you're not gonna see that in America though because we America hides a lot of that. But over there, it's open. It's just like Christianity. Did you see anything like that? Where you were like, huh? Well, that was a different part of Africa too. But yeah. the part of Africa I was in, there is a good amount of Christianity there. So, do you think the church still? goes and, and exercises people just like the movies they tie them down I believe so yeah somebody um, I know it's, it's still it's obviously still going on in England would you would you guys ever go and, and do that like be an exorcist I'm a, I think I'm getting close to being ready to do it yeah I would I would do it would you film it I don't know I'd have to hear it seems private stage. to me it like seems, it seems like a private matter to me it yeah. seems like if, if you called me and said, Brent, you know, in 1998, I killed a man and it's, t- it's, you know, I can't sleep because of it and I'm all messed up about it. I think it's a private matter between you and I at that point and God. I don't think I need to go to Logan and everybody and say, hey, let's go and talk to Levi. You know, I, I think it's between you and me and whoever, if you wanted to film it and you wanted to fill that, film that confession, okay, that's what you want to do. But as long as you want it to be private, it should be private. I think if your mom called me and said, hey, you know, will you come and, 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 exercise a demon out of Levi, I think it's private. I don't think that's your... Yeah, there's a pastor that I know that he got a call from a uh, like a boy's home in our, in our county. And uh, he says, you know, all these weird stuff, and he convulses, and he does all these weird stuff. And they called this pastor and said, hey, will you come and speak to him and pray this thing out of him? And uh, the pastor's like, well, where's his parents? Like, who does his parents know about this? And they're like, well... His parents are on drugs, and they did all this, and they don't have access to him. And um, he's like, "Yeah, if you bring him to my church, then I will. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to go cast out a demon that, quite frankly, we don't know if this child even wants." Yeah, gone. I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm a little apprehensive about that too. Like, if you were to like, "Hey, come to my apartment and help me deal with this," I would be a little apprehensive, not knowing what goes on in your apartment. Like, if you're shooting porn videos seven days a week you guys are doing this to yourself. Like, I don't, I'm supposed to come over and, and be trapped in this situation Yeah, where you, you're enjoying your, like, like you said, you're doing whatever you want to do. You think you can just yeah, well, please yourself however you feel. Why would I come and try to cast out a demon? 
I guess. What I was thinking is like when I hear someone say, "Oh, they're possessed," I'm thinking like, you know, another voice talking, telling you shit that they know about you that you haven't told anybody. Like it'd be like, I've not always, but yeah, most times. I've yeah, totally experienced that before. You think there's a hierarchy of demons? Like some are stronger. I, I I think there's a whole lot going on in the spirit, and the Bible says that. The Bible says that, and I and I think the devil like certain things that you've done that that we might call weaknesses or something like that. You and I might call now mistakes we've made. Like you, you were talking to me about some uh, decisions you made that you kind of look back and wish you hadn't made. I think at birth, I think the devil creates a scheme or a salamander to attack us from the day we're born. And by the time you're 18 years old, between by mitzvah age, 13 years old to 18 years old, you're serving that thing and you don't even know it. You, you give it money, you give it worship, you give it time, you give it meditation, you give it everything that by the time it's like you're making these dumb decisions that you're like, why, why did I do that? Yeah. It's because you're in full servitude of the devil's scheme that he there's a created. Movie, there's a movie on Netflix. It's called Extras. just came out this year. And so I'm watching it. And like the very, very beginning is like out in like Italy, dude's possessed. So the pastor preacher or exorcist goes in there and is like, if you're so strong, jump into this hog. He's like, okay, I'll show you and jumps in the hog and then they just shoot it. Right. But then like the main plot of the movie is he goes to this kid that's the kid's looking for the certain exorcist because he wants to infiltrate his body and be like the head honcho at the church, the Catholic church. And so that demon knew like his name, could make him see shit while he was there. This is what I'm that telling you. What I'm talking about. This is what I'm telling you. I, I'm sitting in a room and we're making, we're having discussions. And while we're talking, I can see the sins on this person that I have not known their whole life. But I'm hearing the things they've done wrong ten years prior to this discussion. Without them, t- without them you. telling me, there was no confession. It was almost in an argumentative way. Or a, a, a debating type of way, but it was like they made a statement that they had no sin, and all of a sudden it was like something uploaded all of their sin to me within like seconds, like decisions they had made that were bad or currently making. I don't think that was of God by a long shot. Well, now it definitely don't. I mean, I start reading my Bible and realize like God doesn't do that. God doesn't, God's not going to come to me and tell me how awful another Christian is. It's not what happens. The devil does that. Have you seen any stuff like that where they're like, Logan, you know, that kind of shit without even knowing your name? Mm, no. Nobody's said that from the demonic, but from God, people that I never knew and I never spoke to and they didn't know me, they didn't know my name. They looked at me and said, hey, is your name Logan? And I was like freaked out. I was like, yeah. From 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 the stage into yeah, a he was like, people. He was like a lead people. singer and he was playing guitar and he stopped playing. He goes, is your name Logan? And I was like, yeah, and then he gives me this prophetic word, and you know he was basically saying like, you don't fit in, and your age group, a lot of your friends around you don't understand. Like, but he's like, you've been asking God questions, and he's saying that he hears you, and that he uh, he has like these great plans for you. Um, but I never met him. I don't remember what his name is. Maybe because I, I don't I don't remember. I, I believe but, this is totally true. If someone walks up to me and is like, hey. Nobody, you know, I don't, we're in a different state. I've never seen this person before in my life. And they're like, oh, you know, the, this relationship you're in, everybody disapproves. So you're questioning what you're doing. The Lord says that he's gifted this to you, manage it and take care of it. 
I know it's vague, man. It seems like a little bit weird, but it's like, it's dead on how I was feeling at the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, these other little things that you hear uh, in Christian circles, I believe the devil does the same thing. The devil counterfeits the spirit, so I, I think. when the girl chewed up someone so-and-so's mom's arm, bitter arm, do you think that was a manifestation of demons or she was just being crazy? You see what I'm saying? I do. I, I think it was a manifestation was of evil. I, I do believe she like, is. I wasn't there, so I don't know. Yeah, I do believe she is possessed, yes. That, that's my short answer to it. Short answer, yeah. I, I over the last two years and studying my Bible, I believe that there's a great possible she was doing that stuff she, she is currently possessed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hu- there's a huge possibility that that's the case. This is one of those situations where it's like, oh, God told me this, and it's like the absolute Bizarre. opposite of the Bible, what the Bible would teach. Like what? Like God will pay for these clothes? Um, Even worse. How did that, that? How did that go down? Even worse than that. I'm just curious. Like, what happened? Did they get the clothes? Or they told him to put him back. Do you know the story that he's talking about? No, I don't. I thought you so said I, she went up to the counter with a bunch of This story cards. was told directly to me on Tuesday right here in this kitchen. That she, he said, I don't have money. We do not have money. That. And she went and got what she wanted and went straight to the counter and said, the Lord is going to pay for this. And then what happened? They, did, they didn't buy the clothes. The clothes did not get purchased. Okay. <laughs> That. But it's so even worse. It got even worse. Now, the the other thing, if I say it right now, is hearsay. It wasn't said directly to me. The, Who that did you was, hear from? I heard that from the person that was involved. Involved in the story? The boy. Okay. But I've heard from outside sources that she has also said that doctor, that she saw the Lord, the Messiah Christ, inside of her psychiatrist, and that she was going to spend her future with that person. Like it, it gets, it got, yeah, it, it gets really dark, bro. It gets like, and there's other, that's like where the part where it's like, if, you know, the Bible says, you know, one thing about, you know, if God puts something together, don't let man separate it and break it apart. And they're talking about marriage. And then God says, oh, you're going to marry this other person while you're currently married. That's not God. There's God no wouldn't way. do that. He wouldn't tell you, bro. Like if you came to me right now and you said, the, the Lord told me to break up with Kelsey and date this married woman, I would go, it's not, that's not right, bro. That's not. Now, if you do that, if you break up with Kelsey and you break up this marriage and you marry this married woman, do I think your marriage can work and, and all can be forgiven and fixed in the future? Yes. But God did not tell you to do that. There's yeah. no way God told you to do that. Gotcha. That makes sense. I, but I'll believe you if you walk in here right now and tell me that God told you to be celibate, break up with Kelsey, and go preach the gospel. Because the Bible says that. Right. This is where the Catholic priest got it from. So what was the whole purpose between like, from not having sex until you're married? What is the purpose of it? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, who's the one that said it, and why did they say it? Like, what's the context behind that? Like, why would that be the greatest idea ever? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my theory, and then, and then you go. Is that fine? Um, so in, in the scriptures, it says sex is a sin that you're committing against yourself. Meaning, I, I'm gonna explain. Okay. There's a different level to it, right? If I go out and steal your charger and drive away, you have a feeling. But if I have sexual relationship with Kelsey, it makes you really feel some type of way like even me saying it right now makes you feel some type of way right it's a different level sex has a different level on all of us when you have meaningless sex you feel bad i don't care what you 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 do 
You do. And if you imagine Kelsey living that same lifestyle that you used to live, it feels gross. There's a thin line between the beautiful thing that sex can be and is and just absolutely disgusting. It, 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 you, over, you go over that. Every porn addict I know goes from normal stuff to ridiculous gross stuff in a matter of like months. It, it, it's like, how did you go from watching it for free a couple minutes a day to paying for weird stuff that no one would like? Right. It, and, and that's how fast it happens. And if you just think about the feeling about your current girlfriend who will be your fiance and wife or your mother or your sister or your daughter if you had one that is a different impact than an automobile breaking into my house all of the other things that could be I mean this is obvious sexual sin is obviously different yeah I I would say that any anytime the Bible says don't do this it's not because the act itself is like you know, bad, but like it's a pattern that can be established that's going to be really, really detrimental. And so, like, I feel like God says things not to do and to do to protect us. So He knows what's best. So He's the one that gets to decide what's right and what's wrong. And so, when we decide what's wrong or what's right, then we're taking that authority away from Him. And then ultimately, we don't have His, you know, protection if we continue to do the things that He doesn't want us to do. So, and when it comes to the sexual, you know, sins and everybody's like, oh, well, why is this important? Why is that? You know, my belief is that if you do have sex and you're not in the covenant and you're not in marriage, you're going to create a soul tie with this person. And that can lead to a lot of different... And you may have a bunch. Different types of things that are not healthy. Yeah, the body count. Think about you. You date someone, you have a sexual uh, affair with them, and then you break up with them and start dating someone new. But then some smell or some event or some location makes you miss the person you broke up with. This is not. It's true. And it's a different level than. Logan took our TV. We moved out, and we split TV. And Logan took it and didn't give me back his hat. That's a different feeling than if Jordan and Logan started dating. I mean, that would mess me up on a lot of levels, and it would mess those two up while they're doing. Honestly, being a victim of this, what what is what happens to people in sexual sin goes both ways. Even to the ones having fun, just doing whatever their heart desires, they're still getting messed up in, in the whole process. So I say all that to say, you ask where it began. Adultery and fornication began with the Ten Commandments. So Moses is the one that said Moses. That. Moses was way ahead of his time. Well, I would say even before that, like so, Abraham was. Abraham was before Moses or after? Before. So he's in the Genesis story. So Abraham was married to Sarah, and they didn't have any kids. And Abraham was not the Abraham that everybody knows. Like he wasn't the rich guy yet, and so. They're traveling through and they're doing their thing and God's leading them. And they get to this place where there's this king, there's this, you know, this great influence leader. And he comes to Abraham and he uh, talks to them. And Abraham had already told Sarah, his wife, I'm going to tell these people that you're my sister. Out of fear. Because they don't have any money. So they're going to give me money so that they can have you as a wife. And he's like, yeah, let's come up with this scheme and this plan so that we can get rich and then all this stuff. So... The guy pays Abraham and gives him these riches and this money and all this stuff. And basically, they're going to sleep with Sarah. And God steps in 
and gives this dude a dream about Speaks all this stuff and like tells him like you even... cannot sleep with this woman all this stuff and then he goes back to abraham like the next day he's like what have you done to me you've made me sin like you've almost caused me to stumble and all this stuff so like even before moses like it was already like determined by god that you shouldn't do that and but when moses wrote the levitical law and the ten commandments and all that stuff the gentiles were just taking anybody they wanted whenever they wanted like if if a gentile could overpower you and take your daughter he would or just pay, you know, whatever money you wanted. They just do it. Yeah. yeah. And, Without and a choice. But rape and pillaging, like you said, about Genghis Khan. Whoever was strong just raped and pillaged. And Moses said to the Jews, don't do this. Don't behave like this. Like, be with one woman. And honestly, inside of your heart, you know that's correct. As sure as you know murder is wrong, yeah. you know Everybody that has a conscience, yeah. 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 But, I mean, do you think marriage back in the day like thousands of years ago it was different than it is today like as far as the paperwork I th- I think and everything so. yeah yeah obviously right? you think you would be married back then if you had just like so that? we and you were talking about us having the most people on the planet ever right that we have more people we definitely have more information and we definitely have more education right so if you go all the way back to when marriage began you uh probably traveled by horse and carriage mostly walked if you were poor you're going to walk so you were the center of the universe being israel or where you know within you 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 weren't it wasn't a globe it was this location so if you were born in this apartment and we did not have trains and planes and gas engines right we just had horses and you had to walk if you were poor you had to walk your uh perception of how big the world is is very very small so I would say if you, the um, people next door, you liked their daughter, we'd all know. The day Levi liked little Melissa, everyone would know. Your parents would know. Her brothers know. Everyone knows that Levi and Melissa are headed towards marriage. Almost from the minute you engaged with her, we'd start arranging everything. You know, I'd, if I was your dad and you liked Melissa, I'd go talk to her dad and we'd start getting, by the time you two are old enough that where she's having a period and you're wanting to have sex with her, we're going to get you two married. And then everyone's going to know. So you think there's more options now? That's why. It's insanity marriage, now. Marriage isn't. It's insanity now. You, you, you watch <laughs> sex that some people lived their whole lives before they saw that position before you've even hit puberty now. It's a whole nother world. And then the, the other part, I can't believe these are, all three are at zero, but they're still going. Yeah. Know. But the other part is the way we're created. If you take religion and God completely out of everything and just go to instinctual, sex is for survival. There's a lot of third world countries that claim there's no homosexuality because they'll kill the homosexuals if they do. But there's also a lot of third world countries that there is no homosexuals because it makes no sense survival wise. Right. We, two people of the same sex having sex means we're going to die. Right. If everyone mutilated their genitals and said, I don't want to be a boy, I don't want to be a girl, and I'm going to date the same sex, the birth, we really are going to change right. you know, over the next hundred years. So saying all that, in survival alone, um, attraction was different, right? If I didn't know how to kill a boar, if I didn't know how to make a fire, the women in our town wouldn't date me. Because they're going to die. You know, they're only going to date men that can do it. Well, now that's based on money, isn't it? 
they take to, care of you. So now women can make as much money as a man can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why the pause? Yeah, let's talk about that. What was that pause about? You were staring at me. I thought you were going to say something. I just smiled. <laughs> he said, hmm. I thought you were going to. So if you if you start there, so no women can't make way more money than men. It's it's just honestly about the opportunity. Everybody, it, 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 we're born now in homes that we could raise our kids in, right? Like it, it, Daddy O's house right now, all three of us could raise a family there with them living there. Yeah, and Ansley. Yeah, I think we is the the home is is fine. For us to all live there, there's nothing wrong with that. Latinos are doing it in this country. All Asian countries do that. I mean, Asian countries pay is and in New York they pay a lot to live (laughs) in tiny little boxes. Dude, I'm telling you, when I was in Beijing, I'm talking about like their house was like the size of this living room, and maybe and they pay for it. It's another ten by ten room. It's It's, not cheap, and it's like on a sky rise, forty feet off. You know, forty floors up. So, you know, having that said, it's like, okay, I think that's what's wrong is you're born, you're, you're not born in a cave where you have to leave and kill boars and make your own cave. Right. You're born in a palace yeah. and call yourself poor or middle class. Yeah. I mean, some of the houses here, like in this right here would be considered rich and fucking somewhere. Totally. And here, if you had a couple living in that bedroom and a couple living in that bedroom and we both had children, both children don't have the same uh, threats that you would have if the, if this was a cave that had snakes and spiders that could kill you coming into it, you know? Yeah. We get afraid of cockroaches, water bugs, and stuff. like. Back then, they just eat them. So I, back then, Dad would just take that king cobra, rip its head off, and we'd eat the meat. Yeah. And there was no, you know... Are we done? No. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't... I, these cameras, dude... Going, going for a while. And I got an hour and a half on one video. I think it's a good time to take a break. Yeah. Want to take a break? Yeah. All right.